You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode 260. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and welcome to 2023. This is the first episode of the new year, and honestly, the first episode I recorded in, in quite a while. Last year, we started uh, the, for the first time taking, I took the month of December off, and we replayed some of our biggest, biggest hits from the year in terms of podcast downloads. And I loved it so much that I did it again this year. So it's been a hot second since I've recorded a podcast episode. But one of the things that I love about taking the month of December off is that when I come back in January, I'm excited and I'm like ready to dive back into recording and and providing new content for you guys. So we have some amazing episodes that are planned and scheduled for 2023. But to kick off this year... I wanted to do a review of my uh, first podcast episode of 2022, which was around the goals that I had set for the year. So if you have been listening to the podcast or you've been following me for a while, you probably have seen that I love goals. I love setting goals. I love what setting goals does for me and and pushes me in the direction of growth that I want to go. And I'm really big on my client setting goals. I think that when we set goals, we achieve more than when we just kind of let life take us where it will. Now, that's not to say that uh, letting go and letting go of control can't be a really important part of the process. Oftentimes, like kind of like uh, against the grain of what we may think, sometimes achieving our goals isn't about our muscling our way or efforting our way. And sometimes it's about letting go. But I still think the goal sets the destination. It sets the trajectory for where we want to go. And that's why I think goals are so important. In fact, if you aren't too keen on goals or you haven't really integrated goal setting into your life for whatever reason, there's lots of reasons people haven't haven't done it, haven't gotten around to it, don't really think that goals do anything for them, um, are afraid of what will happen if they don't reach their goals or what that will mean about them, I highly, highly recommend going back and listening to episode 92. This is one of my favorite podcast episodes that I've ever done, but it's called, Are You Making These Mistakes With Your Goals? Because I find that the people who don't set goals are very, very often making some of very similar mistakes, very common mistakes. And when we can address those mistakes, you can come to goal setting from a really whole excited place instead of bringing a bunch of fear into goal setting, which is what a lot of people do. And one of the biggest mistakes, and I talk about this on the episode, so I'll, I'll mention it here, but if you want to dive deeper into this topic, I really highly recommend going back and listening to episode 92. But one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making is that they they have like dumbed down goal setting to only set goals of things that they feel like are achievable. And I totally get why people do this. It's because it, they feel like if they set a big goal and then they don't hit it, then they'll have they'll be disappointed. 
they'll be sad, they'll be discouraged, they'll be frustrated. And so to prevent them from themselves from feeling that negative emotion, disappointment or discouragement or anything like that, they end up setting goals that are smaller and, um, you know, they're pretty sure that they can hit them. And so I get, I get why people do that, but I think it's a huge mistake because if you're setting goals for things that are realistic or things that you're pretty sure that you can achieve, the goal itself doesn't really motivate you to anything bigger than you would have already done had you not set the goal. If something is super realistic, it probably would have happened if you didn't even set the goal. So then what is the purpose of setting that goal? And so one of the things I teach in that episode is I talk about this concept of setting big, scary, audacious goals, setting goals that you're not sure that you can achieve that are that may feel like a stretch. And the purpose of that is actually to stretch you. Like if it feels like a stretch, that's awesome because it means you have to show up, you have to be, you have to do things differently than you've done in the past. When you set big goals, it stretches you and challenges you and pushes you towards being and being and developing into something better than you would have had you not set the goal. And now I always counter this with when I teach goals, I always distinguish between outcome goals and process goals. So I think there is very much a time and a place for you to set realistic, achievable goals that are measurable, that you can check off and, and all of those good things. I think that there is a really important time and place for that. And I call those process goals. So they're not the goals that you want to achieve, but they are the goals that you set along the way to achieving the big goal. The outcome goal is where you want to go. It's, it's the lighthouse for where you're, you know, the direction in which you are growing. And then along the way, we set process goals to be able to baby step our way towards the bigger outcome goal. And yes, process goals I teach should be achievable. They should be measurable. They should be something that you're pretty sure that you can accomplish. So there's a time and a place for those like realistic goals. But when we're talking about creating direction in our life, creating an avenue for growth, setting goals that are big and audacious and scary, and we don't know how we're going to, to reach them is how we enhance and push our growth a little bit faster. And I was, I was recently listening to my husband and I have loved the, um, TV show, the queen on Netflix. And they recently came out with a new season. And as we were listening to some of the new episodes, one of the characters, I don't even remember which character said it, but they said it. And I grabbed my phone immediately and wrote it down because it rang so true in this context and talk about goals. And the quote was, it's only when we risk reaching too far that we find how far it is possible to go. Let me read it again. It's only when we risk reaching too far that we find how far it is possible to go. And that's just this idea that when we set those big goals that again, we're like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to accomplish this, but I'm going to give it a shot. We, we are able to push ourselves probably a little bit further than even we thought was possible because most of us underestimate what is possible. Most of us undersell ourselves in what we can actually accomplish. And so when I go, go into a new year and I'm setting goals and I'm setting New Year's resolutions, I'm dreaming big. And you're going to hear as I go through 2020, 20, sorry, 2022's uh, goal list, I didn't hit most of the goals. I'm like looking at them right now. I didn't hit most of them, but that doesn't mean that 2022 was a failure because I grew, I set those goals and I did new things and I tried new experiments and I pushed myself in ways that I would not have pushed myself had I not set those goals. So for me, that's the purpose of a goal. 
The purpose of a goal is not just to hit it. It's, hey, I'm setting this this benchmark that I want to achieve, and now I have to show up differently. I have to grow as an individual. I have to do try new things that I've never done before to see if I can achieve this new goal. And that for me is a win, whether or not I actually you know check the box on the goal itself. Okay, so if you want to listen to me talk about my goals for this year before I do this review, you can go back and listen to episode 179, Do You Struggle With Goals? Listen to this, plus my goals for 2022. So uh, that's a good podcast episode to listen to. Just if you're someone who does struggle with goals, I I talk a little bit about goals uh, in that podcast episode, and then I talk about the goals that I've set for this year. So I am sitting up in my room. Uh, my husband took the kids to the dentist. I pulled my vision board off of my wall because after I set my goals for the year, I always like to create a vision board with visuals and, and check boxes and things that I can do that I put next to my workstation. So I pulled my vision board off of the wall and up in my, up in my room, and we're just going to kind of walk through the goals that I set this year, and we're going to kind of do a review and see and see how I did. Okay, so we're going to start with some of the goals that I achieved. And this, and like I was checked off, right? Uh, this list is shorter than the list of goals that I didn't achieve. So we're going to, we're going to start with this one. Uh, so first one was we wanted to down, double the podcast downloads for the year. We ended 2021 at about 1.7 million downloads. And so the big, crazy, audacious goal was to double that in 2022 to hit 3.4 million downloads. And I will proudly tell you that we surpassed 3.4 million downloads. Total overall downloads for the podcast Um I think we passed it like in the middle of November. And so that was a huge milestone to be able to get and hit. And it just means that the podcast is getting into the hands of more people, that you guys are finding value in it, that people are going back and listening to old episodes, that the content is uh, somewhat evergreen, meaning we don't just put out content that is only time sensitive and is only helpful or beneficial for a short period of time, but I'm really looking to put out content that stands the test of time and that someone could come upon, you know, two, three years later and find value in going back and listening to old episodes. And so that's what that member represents to me is that you are getting value out of this podcast. And that's exactly what I want. So that was a huge win in 2022 to, to double our downloads in a year when it took us what, like four years to get to 1.7 million downloads. And, you know, now we're well on our way into the mid 3 million downloads and we only have more exciting things about growing the podcast in 2023. So thank you for being here. Thanks for being a loyal listener. Thank you for those of you who have left ratings and reviews on iTunes and Spotify and whatever platform it is that you're listening to. You help grow the podcast. Every time you share an episode, every time you tell your friend about the podcast, every time you go on stories and say, oh my gosh, this podcast made me think differently. Every time you like leave a rating or review. Those things add up and they matter and they help the podcast to grow. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here and thank you for sharing the podcast and loving it as much as I do. Okay. I think, oh, one other one that I did accomplish. Uh, One of the goals that my husband and I have had is developing some sort of you know, long-term investment strategy. Um, we are not getting any younger and uh, we're kind of getting into that phase of life where we want to be serious about preparing and saving for our future and retirement and getting all of those ducks in a row. And that's been something that we've wanted to get in implemented and in place for a while now. And it's been something we've talked about for a lot of a long time and haven't actually 
did taken any action on. And so that was one of my goals for this year was to actually move forward and get some groundwork in place so that we felt like, okay, we have a plan for when we want to retire. We have a plan for, are we going to be able to do that? Are we going to be able to save enough? And I will say we actually just got back from a meeting with our financial advisor today and I'm feeling really good about where we're at. So we finally made that happen, even though it is here the end of December as I'm recording this podcast, but we did make that happen in 2022 and I'm excited about where we're going. Okay. I think, oh no, there's one more. There is one more that I did. And so one of my goals at the beginning of the year was to rekindle a friendship. And I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting lots and lots of people across the United States. We have moved almost every two years for most of our marriage. We've now been in our house in California for five and a half years, but this is the longest we've ever lived anywhere. For most of our married lives, my husband was in training and doing medical school and residency and fellowship and moving for a tenantship and all of these things. And we moved a lot across the United States, lived in a lot of different houses, apartments, states, places. We got to meet a lot of different people. And um, one of the things I not, have not been very good at in the past is keeping in touch with some of those friends that we've made. And so one of my goals this year was to rekindle uh, at least one of those friendships to um, reach out and and build be intentional about building friendships. Uh, my husband was talking to one of his old friends and they sent him an article that was talking about how, uh, as, as adults, sometimes we feel like friendships just happen. And if we don't have friendships, it's maybe just cause it just hasn't happened to us yet. And it's, it's kind of this passive view of friendship. And they were making the argument that especially as adults, it has to be an active, you have to be an active participant in it. Like good friendships, good, deep friendships don't just happen but it's something that you have to want and you have to work at and you have to put effort into making these deep friendships with other adults. And I, 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 man, I think that is so true. And I think it's really easy to not do that and then wonder, hey, why don't I have the friendships that I want, I would like to have? And that was kind of the place that I was getting to is looking at my life and saying, you know, I have a lot of things, but one of the things I feel like I could have more of, and that would bring more joy into my life would be more deep friendships with people. And, and that's not just like, Hey, how's it going? But like those deep friendships where you feel like you can be real with someone and you can talk about what you're struggling with and you can, you know, actually they can be there for you in those tough moments. And I have, um, you know, a couple of people who I, I feel like are, are that for me. And I wanted to add at least one more this year. And so that was kind of the impetus for me setting that goal. And I'm happy to say that I reached out to some people and started that process with a couple of people who I admire and, and have been, you know, friends with in the past and, and wanted to deepen that friendship with them further. And that's been a beautiful thing, uh, in, in my relationships, in being able to, like I said, be real with people and not have to, dance around hard topics or feel like you can't show the real side of you because what will they think? And it's been, it's been really awesome. And I, I am so grateful for the advent of so much technology that's, you know, able to connect people who are in different States, in different time zones. And I've been reliant on that technology to help me to strengthen those friendships. So anyway, I feel like that is a, is a really big check for me and something that has deepened my, the joy that I have in my life. And that's something I, I want to bring into 2023 is to continue that 
effort, because I think it does require effort to make and develop and deepen those friendships, because I think it just, that's what makes us happy is those relationships that we have with other people. Okay. So I think that's it on the goals that I actually like checked off of my list this year. So let's go to the, some of the ones that I did not fulfill or check off my list. Now, again, I don't feel any shame or I don't feel bad about not hitting these goals. And and we'll go through and talk about every single one of these goals that I set caused me to do something different. It caused me to push myself. It caused me to, to make different choices. It caused me to push myself outside of my comfort zone. And to me, that's the purpose of the goal. So as I go through these and I list the ones that I did not accomplish, none of these are a bust. None of these are like, oh my gosh, I'm so mad at myself for setting that goal. Or I'm such a loser because I didn't hit that goal. Every single one of them was like, yeah, I can, you know, I set that goal. I did some things differently. Some of it worked, some of it didn't. And I'm proud of myself for pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. That is the purpose of goals in my opinion. Okay. One of my goals for the year was to get interviewed on 24 podcasts. And that was a big goal. And I knew it was going to be a big goal. And I was interviewed on nine podcasts this year, which is not anywhere near the number that I would have liked it to be. Um, But one of the things that I'm the most proud of and I would like to carry into 2023 was that I pitched myself for two podcasts and was turned down. And the reason that that is a big deal to me and the reason I'm looking at that as a win is because oftentimes I'm somewhat intimidated to put myself out there. You know, so I go to, I will pitch myself for podcasts. I'm pretty sure like they'll want to have me on versus pitching myself for a podcast where I'm like, I don't know if this person is going to if they're going to like me or if they're going to want me on, or maybe it's a bigger platform or, um, you know, me over here with my 3 million downloads feels like a lot to some, but it's like, you know, a really small amount to other people. So, so that was a big win for me is, uh, I was really proud of myself that I pitched to two people that turned me down. And I think going into 2023, that's going to be one of my goals. Like I, I should be getting turned down for podcast uh, pitches. That should be part of the process. Now, I don't want to just like pitch to anybody, right? This is, there's some integrity with who you're pitching to, but I want to release some of that fear of like, what if they don't, what if they say no? What if they won't, what if they don't want me? What if they don't like me? And just go out and, you know, say what I have to offer. And if someone doesn't want it, then, then they can leave it. So I did get interviewed for nine podcasts. Um, I was pitched to others that wasn't, that I wasn't on. So basically I did like 11 out of 24. So we're talking like under 50%. There's a lot of room for growth, but I am proud of myself for the ones that I did get on. And that will be something that I will continue in 2023 is, uh, trying to pitch myself for more things, which you know how it feels. It feels scary to put yourself out there, but I always say that there's no growth in the comfort zone and no comfort in the growth zone. So if we want to grow, it means getting a little bit uncomfortable and I'm willing to do that. Okay. Uh, in the realm of social media as well, one of my goals was to, uh, surpass a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and to get verified, to get the little blue check mark. Neither of those things happened. Um, we're in the realm of like almost 94,000 followers and no blue check mark is in sight and that's okay. That's, uh, something that I believe will happen at some point and I'm not, I'm not pushing it. That's one of those ones that I'm just like, I'm just going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep putting my content out there and doing the best that I can to be able to serve. And you know, those kind of things follow when you lead with service. That's what I, that's my, that's my view of things. 
Okay, so so did not do that. Uh, other things that I did not do um, was f- five strict handstand push-ups. I really should just... <laughs> This one needs to be like one handstand push-up because it is so hard for me that I, like I worked a lot of the year on getting one handstand push-up and we are not to one handstand push-up. So five was probably a little bit lofty, um, but I did work at it. I did improve at it. I feel like my technique is better. I did some handstand push-up programming to be able to work up to this. I'm not there yet, but I did work on it. So we'll consider that a, a work in progress. Uh, another thing that I did not do, I wanted to take a, um, I wanted to be able to up level my coaching by taking some sort of coaching certification. And I did not do that. I didn't do it. I thought about it. I thought about a couple of programs, nothing felt quite right or like the timing was quite right. And so I pushed it off. Um, looking back, I don't know if that was just an easy way out, if that was just an excuse or if it wasn't really right. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes we can trick ourselves into being like, oh, it's just not the right time when in reality, that's just an excuse we're giving ourselves. So I will own that, that I did not do it. Um, it is something that I am, am curious about in 2023. So maybe that'll go on my 2023 goals, not committing to it yet, but um, that is something that I did not accomplish this year. Uh, another goal that I, we had set was to train 150 coaches in coaching academy. So we have our biceps after babies transformational coach certification. And my goal was to have 150 coaches go through that program. We did not get 150, but we did get close to a hundred. So I feel really excited about that. And honestly, like here's something that I always remind myself of, especially, and this is, this is really for some of those business owners out there when you're setting business goals like this, is that one of the most important things for me to remember is that I'm setting these things as metrics, as numbers, because what you don't measure can't grow. But I always remind myself, like, those are people. Those are humans. Those are individuals. Those are women who are coming and going through this process and getting transformed and then going out and transforming other people. And so I never, never want to forget that ripple effect that is created. These are not just numbers. These are humans. These are lives. These are people. And I had the privilege of being able to serve almost a hundred women and teach them how to coach so that they can coach themselves better so that they can go and coach their friends and family and their clients better. And that is a huge impact on the world. And while again, we set metrics because metrics are helpful in growth. I never want to lose sight of the fact that those metrics represent something and that is a person. And so for all of my coaching Academy graduates, those of you who are coaching, who are not coaching, who are using it for yourself, your loved ones, your clients that, um, I got to train in 2022. Thank you for allowing me to be able to be a part of your journey and be able to help support you to, uh, be a more effective coach. And I will put on a little plug. If you are interested in doing coaching Academy in 2023, I highly recommend getting on the interest list. You can go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash cert C E R T. And that's our interest list where we um, maintain a list of people who are interested in coaching Academy when we open it up again. Okay, the last thing that I have on my board that I haven't talked about yet, and I thought I would kind of wrap up with this one because it was more of an overarching theme for the year. So some people set words for the year. That's never kind of really been my thing. I'm much more of like a concrete thinker. Like we need metrics, we need numbers, we need measuring and things like that. But one of the things that uh, we did set in the business as one of our focuses for the year was the phrase, do less, do better. 
that was our goal going into 2022 was it's not always about doing more. It's not always about making it harder or doing more things. In fact, some of the best ways to elevate, to grow is to focus your attention on only the essential things, only the most important things. And so our goal going into 2022 was to do less and to do it better. And I feel like in a lot of ways, we have been able to step into that. There were a couple things in the business that we ended up intentionally pulling back on and saying, hey, we're, we're not going to focus on that right now so that we can put our attention and focus over here. We did that very intentionally of saying we can't have our attention on everything. So this is going to take a back burner for a little while and we're going to put our attention over here. And, you know, those are always hard to like kind of let go of some of the things. Oh, and I'll, let me be more specific because I think for me, specificity helps. Um, one of the decisions that we made, and and this is in conflict with one of my earlier goals. So one of my goals I told you was to hit 100,000 on Instagram. But we saw an opportunity in um, growing on a new platform. And so later a couple months ago, we got on TikTok and have been testing out that platform and, and building a community and put, putting content over on TikTok. And I realized we couldn't, we couldn't do it all. So we made the decision of, even though I had set this goal for Instagram that we were going to hit hundred K that we were going to set that aside. And the purpose of Instagram would be to continue to show up, but that growth was no longer our goal. Our goal was really maintenance. It was showing up for the people who were already there, you know, engaging with those people, but it wasn't, our push wasn't really like to gain more followers. Our push, what to gain more followers was on TikTok. And so that was an example of where we had to, I made a choice to divert our attention to one thing and to put something else on the back burner, even though I had that goal, right? I was able to say, I had this goal. It's okay. Things change. We're going to put that on the back burner. You know, Instagram's kind of like on maintenance mode right now, and we're going to put some time and effort into TikTok and just see how it goes and see how that platform goes. Um, for those of you who guys are content creators or you want to peek behind the screen of a content creator, there's a lot that goes into creating free content for people. I think if you're not a content creator yourself, it can be really, it seems really easy. I don't know. You just put up some posts and you like, I don't know, do some stories and that's super easy, but there's a lot that goes into it behind the scenes of coming up with ideas, of filming those ideas, of editing those ideas, of, you know, creating uh, copy or writing for those ideas, putting them up, engaging with people, answering questions, DMs, right? It is a whole thing to be able to create free content for people on the internet. And it, it, it takes a lot of time and energy and, and effort. And so being really intentional about where we're putting that time and energy and effort is really important so that we don't burn everybody out. I don't burn out. My team doesn't burn out. My social media manager doesn't burn out. And being able to, um, put our attention on the things, you know, have a focus for the time. And that's not to say that TikTok is going to be our focus forever, but we took it for a, a quarter. We said for this quarter, our goal really is TikTok. It really is TikTok growth. We're going to go all in. We're going to see what we can do here. And then we're going to reevaluate and see where our time is best well spent. So that's just a really, um, you know, broken down example of this concept in action of doing less and doing better. And it's not the only example where we did this in the business. There were many times well, I shouldn't say many, but there are a couple times I can think of specifically where as we were planning for different events or launches or experiences where we asked ourselves this question, what, what can we do without? 
You know, what have we maybe added in over the years that didn't really move the needle, that didn't really support people, that didn't really make a difference for people, but we're putting effort into it just because that's how we've always done it. And I always want to be reevaluating those things to make sure that I'm putting my effort towards things that actually move the needle. I think that's a great lesson for any of you guys to be taking home to be applying to your life is, am I doing these things just because it's the way I've always done it? Or is it actually moving the needle? And how much of the time are you spending on things that make you feel like you're moving the needle versus things that are actually moving the needle? That's really applicable to any fitness goal, any goal that you're trying to achieve. A lot of times we get really caught up in the busy work, the things that aren't actually moving the needle, but make us feel like we're being productive because we're so busy. And when we can pull back and say, no, what is actually moving the needle and how can I spend the majority of my time doing those things, that's when, when growth really starts to happen. Okay. So that wraps up the review of 2022 and my goals, the things that went well, the things that didn't went well. Notice again, the number of goals that I like checked off and the number of goals where I didn't hit my mark. And that that's my goal. I I always feel like if I hit every single goal that I hit, that I set, I didn't set big enough goals. And so If you're doing a review of last year and you're looking at the goals that you set and you didn't hit all of them, it's okay. It doesn't mean you did terrible. It doesn't mean that you're a horrible, awful person and you're never going to be successful. It it can simply mean, hey, I set really big goals. And then the question that you can ask after that is, did I show up differently? And to me, that's that's where the value of goals comes from, is the push to have you show up differently, to have you become someone different to have you reach a little bit higher and harder. I don't know that I would have reached out to those other, those people, the podcast people that turned me down. I don't know if I would have reached out to them if I hadn't set this goal. I I actually probably would not have reached out to them, but I set this goal and I was like, Hey, I'm committed to this. So I'm going to do something different. And that, that to me is a win regardless of anybody says yes to me because I showed up differently and I did my part. And that's all I can ever do is my part. So what do we have coming up for 2023? I'm actually not going to record a goal episode right now about my 2023 goals for a couple of reasons. One, I haven't set them yet. I haven't, I haven't really thought about them. That's something I'll be doing in the, in the next, you know, upcoming weeks. But two, I'm considering doing something a little different with my goals this year and having one goal a month instead of setting them for the entire year. I haven't decided if that's how I'm going to do it. Um, and if I do, I'll, maybe I'll do a, a update podcast episode about that, but that's kind of what I'm thinking. I might, I'm just going to change it up a little bit this year. Uh, you know, try something new. So for that reason, I'm not recording anything right now about those goals. I'll be thinking about them and kind of structuring how I want to do goals this next year, um, over the next couple of weeks. And I will keep you updated on Instagram. If you follow me over there, it's at biceps after babies or on TikTok, where I'm also biceps after babies. I'm sure I'll be sharing it, uh, all the places. So that's it. That's, that is 2022. My goals wrapped up some of the places where I achieved my goals, some of the places where I didn't achieve my goals, but overall I'm super happy that I set goals. I think goals help me to be able to grow and that's what I'm here for. And I have to imagine that's what you're here for as well. So that wraps up this episode of biceps after babies radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friend, you can do anything. Hey friend, have you heard the news? We have a Biceps After Babies Radio insider list. If you love Biceps After Babies Radio, you don't want to miss a thing. Head to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash insider to join the group. You'll be the first to know all things about the podcast. 
see some behind the scenes, and get special messages from yours truly. We want to make this a special community for those who are fans of the podcast. And last, did this episode particularly resonate with you? If so, will you please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your family and friends why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at Biceps After Babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.